0: Time again, Phil Collins, Alex Peterson here, the Great Heavy Music Podcast, our end of the year wrap-up episode. I can't believe it's here already. We are going to be breaking down our top five songs of the year, 2019 releases, top five songs, and we're each going to go back and forth. I don't know Phil's list. He doesn't know my list. And we're going to give each other shit about our top three that we each had to listen to this year, the inaugural year of the Great Heavy Music Podcast. Phil, are you pumped? Uh, No, no, I'm not very pumped. Okay. That's cool. So then, since the energy is at an all-time
1: <laughs> low. No, I'm totally stoked. This is going to be awesome because there's definitely some awesome, awesome uh, heavy music that came out this year. And I agree man.
0: This is a pretty good year. It has
1: been. I was looking up a lot of stuff cuz I was kind of like what would be the what, you know what are the top five? So I was just listening to everything I get my hands on and uh there's a lot of good stuff out there.
0: Good. I love it. I have a great list for you. I'm pretty pumped about. So the way we're going to handle this episode and I think we'll make this an annual tradition is we're going to do our look back in the year and I'll look back at the recap of the nine albums you had me review thus far and I'll I'll tell you the listeners of the nine I had you review and then we'll give our top 3 of each of the albums because as I looked back on the year, you know, it went quickly, uh, but it was really awesome. We got to interview a lot of great guests. We're going to be going on the 70,000 tons of metal cruise here in in just a couple weeks. Can't wait for that. We're going to do a whole bunch of shit on that since we're going to have press passes. And, uh, you know, who knows what 2020 will bring, but I think 2019 was a great first year. I'm grateful to you for doing this with me. And um, how about with no further ado, I just kind of read to you the albums I gave you. And without judgment, tell me your top three.
1: Okay, go for it. You want to read them first and then I'll tell you?
0: Yep, I got you. Here we go. So so in order, in chronological order, from oldest to newest, I gave you... Unleash the Archers, the album Apex, outstanding. I gave you Embers of a Dying World by Moore's Principium Est. I gave you Metazoa by Cormorant. 1184 by Windir or Vindir. I gave you Stone's Reach by Bellacore. Return to Nothing by Source. At the Expense of Humanity by Judicator. Avatarium, self-titled album Avatarium, of course. And then Ghost Ship by Theocracy. Do you have your top three? And give them to me. Three, two, one. Order.
1: Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, So, and this is I'm gonna mix in some objectivity, but it's really just gonna be mostly about what I just enjoyed the most. Um, My uh, the third favorite was Metazoa. uh, And then I'll just run down the list. And my second favorite was Hold on
0: one second. One second. I am officially permitting you to remain on the show with me next year because Cormorant Metazoa made your top three. It was a, <laughs> If you didn't have that on your top three, it would have been over for you, buddy.
1: Well, I got to tell you, it was close. It was really? close. Well, now, who um, was
0: your uh, honorable now, mention? Who was right behind it?
1: I liked Boris Principium a lot. Okay,
0: me too. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Um. Okay, so number two, I'm going to go Apex uh, from Unleash the Archers. And then my favorite one was the Theocracy album. The Get ghost out. Wow,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that was my favorite one. I just, I enjoyed it the most. I mean, objectively speaking, I think the most well done, uh, they're all well done, but probably MetaZoa is the most musically impressive, I guess, because it's so progressive and that band itself has evolved so much. And But, I, but the ones I enjoyed the most uh, is what I went with.
0: I'm super happy with that list. I knew Apex would have to be up there, but I'm just a little surprised by Ghost Ship being top of the list, man. I'm so happy about that. I love that album, too, when I first came across it.
1: Yeah, just fun to listen to, man. Always puts me in a good mood.
0: Good. All right, great. Well, then here's here's the list you gave me. You gave me Victorious by Wolfmother, Homesick by A Day to Remember, Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild by CKY, Silent Circus by Between the Buried and Me, Dance of Death by Iron Maiden, the Self titled album by Strapping Young Lad, We Are the Nightmare by Arsus, Crisis by Alexis on Fire, and Coma Noir by the Atlas Moth. I'm okay. Gonna, uh, since I just read them to you, I want to give you a chance to guess my three. I'm putting you on the spot.
1: Oh, right, I'll see about this earlier. Uh, well, um, I know you liked Alexis a lot. Uh, I'm thinking you liked that one. I'm thinking you liked, um, CKY a lot, and then I I might go Arsis.
0: Oh my god, dude! No joke, that's my top three. But tell me the order. Really? That's exactly right. Oh shoot! We're, I think the order would be. We like, co- are we one. like Blood Brothers or just Brothers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's right. I can't. Believe I guessed that right. Uh, I think number one might I might say Alexis on fire.
0: Bing, 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 Bing. All right, sweet. You're one for three.
1: All right, let's see. Number two, I might go CKY.
0: Dude, wow! It's unbelievable. Okay, sweet. All right, I'm cool. Sh- I'm show. I'm sh- for our listeners at home. I'm showing Phil my list that I made earlier today that has one, two, three on here. "Alexis on Fire" by Crisis. Two CKY, "Infiltrate, Destroy, Rebuild," and three Arsis. "We Are the Nightmare." Now, I mean, if you really want, if you really yep. want to earn a pumpkin, can you tell me what was the album that was my number four that was on the cusp? My honorable mention.
1: Uh, um, Black Dahlia, uh, home, if we
0: homesick, haven't done that one yet. Homesick, I don't oh, remember. I like I like okay, It was just on the cusp, but I couldn't find a place. I, I couldn't find a way to get rid of the top three. I love those top three so much. And if Iron Maiden right. had made their album Dale instead of Dance of Death, I would have made that way up there. <laughs>
1: It's so funny because like we went to I and mean, we went to a concert, and they they just played so many hits, and they didn't. I mean, you know, no hint of Passiondale. <laughs> anyway, they are just like, yeah, I guess it's a good song. I mean, we don't really play it, and you're just like, dude, Passion
0: <laughs> Have you guys heard of that band Passion Day? I mean, Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Yes, oh, dude, that's but, pretty um, amazing. That that is definitely cool. A cool way to start this show. That
1: I'm I'm pretty mind blowing that. I I, I was that.
0: gonna guess for you, Apex One, Unleashed. Um, in the top two or three and then I I really couldn't I had a couple that I were kind of kicking around for the third place so but that's that's awesome man cool yeah all right so let's take a quick break and and before we go to break we'll we'll do our rock paper scissors shoot anything you want to do to decide who's going to go first and the way we're going to do our next segment Mm -hmm. is we're going to do a little bit of a long play we'll play out the entirety of the song because you're going to give me your top five for the year I'm going to give you my top five for the year but you may not have ever heard any of these songs, and I suspect probably four of them you have not. So I want to get your kind of live reaction, your live take to the song as you're listening to it for the first time. All right, so sweet. Let's do our rock paper scissors shoot deal. I think I got one. I got one. Are you ready? Okay. Uh. All right. Yeah. Rock paper scissors. Rock.
1: Paper, shoot. scissors,
0: Anything
1: shoot. Anything wanna billiards do? Power washer that shoots okay, acid. Said
0: billiards cue. You said power washer that shoots acid. That's a solid one. I would imagine the acid would corrode the billiards cue, and the only way I win is if the billiards cue gets jammed into the power washer gears. But I don't think a power washer has gears.
1: I guess it, well, it would build up pressure behind it and explode out in the back backward. You know, backfire. I think
0: could, but then they, yeah, but the user would then get covered with acid, which would be brutal. Yeah, well, that's what they get for trying know. to
1: murder people with acid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all fair here, bro. I'm all assuming right, murder I'm is the intent behind
1: the use of that machine.
0: <laughs> right. We're not acid washing a bunch of jeans. <laughs> no. All right. So. <laughs> All right, then I'll I'll defer to you. I, I like the Power Washer Full of Acid. I'll say that defeats a pool cue because by the time I got into the mix of it with the pool cue, it would all be melted down anyway. So we'll take a quick break. When we come back, will I will listen. Well, you pick. You tell me. Do you want me to listen to your top five or do you want to listen to my top five?
1: Uh, I'll listen to yours first. How's all that?
0: All right, right on. How's that? All right. I love it. I'll, I'll, when we come back from break, Phil is going to take a listen to my top five songs of 2019. Can't wait to see reaction. All right, sweet, man. This year, exclusive to 2019, get your copy of Heavy Music Christmas. From the Great Heavy Music Podcast comes Heavy Music Christmas. You know, it's like all those other holiday metal or rock CDs you hear where they're super shitty, except this one's slightly less shitty. Usually the originals are better, but these are kind of less shitty. So we have new takes on old classics like Moshing Around the Christmas Tree or (laughs) Silent Night. How about Super Loud Night? (laughs) And what about this one? Santa Claus isn't coming to town. Judas Priest is coming to town. When you get tired of hearing the new takes on the originals, like no one will, <laughs> you could check out the brand new ones you've never heard before, like Santa did a line and now he's in lockup. Or Mrs. Claus is really Mr. Claus? What? Yikes! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Get your copy now from the Great Heavy Music Podcast recording company. You'll love it. All right, man. Welcome back to the Great Heavy Music Podcast. What sounds like a great album. I'm going to check that out this this uh, Christmas holiday, Phil. Oh, me
1: too.
0: All right, great. So uh, now the time has come. I got five songs. I want to jump right into it. I want to hear your thoughts, and I want to hopefully rejoice with you as you love these songs as much as I do.
1: I All mean, right, we'll see. Let's not it ahead of ourselves.
0: All right, I'll take it easy. I'll take it easy. My first song comes from a band that I saw this year on this tour for this album. The album is The Great War, and the song is The Future of Warfare by Sabaton. I'm going to cue it up right now and let you jam your little heart out to it and hopefully find the same love for it as I have.
2: Thank you.
1: I really like the the delivery of whatever he's saying. Standing in the line of fire. And then the pause. Yeah. Fucking awesome, isn't it?
2: So powerful.
0: monster riffage here.
1: lame Just no, that was a good song <laughs> no that was legit
0: alright well before before you shoot it down like a real cocksucker I want to say that that's uh, on Napalm or let's see no that, that was released on uh, Nuclear Blast the album is The Great War and I highly suggest anybody out there buy it because their tour was awesome the live show was great that whole CD is great and uh, now what do you think Phil
1: okay yeah I really thought it was cool um they really were heavy on the course, you know, but it, luckily it's really good. So I liked it a lot. Uh, definitely good riffage. I agree with that part. That was pretty fucking legit. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know why. It reminds me of some kind of, this sounds, but this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment. It reminds me of some kind of 80s, like, diva singer. The way that it's delivered, almost like a Pantene Pro-V commercial or something. I'll ne- I I cannot possibly explain that, but it's like this.
0: na yeah, right, you know, I'm, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, it almost reminds me of the 90210 theme. Da-na-na-na, da-na-na-na. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> okay. I'll so uh, I was reaching deep. Yeah. Some early 90s, late 80s reference there. But um, anyway, with that said, uh, it, was, it was an awesome song, definitely. Legit.
0: A light of fire. Gotta get yeah. It back. <laughs> yeah, it's so good.
1: Dylan's got a new girlfriend. <laughs> Just. Gonna <kidding. laughs> go to the gap later.
0: <laughs> Next, next, but definitely next one is a, an album that I am proud of, even though I had nothing to do with it. I'm just proud because it's a one-woman band from Australia that I'm hopeful is going to come on for an interview in a couple episodes down the road in 2020. Sweet. The album is called Lunar Falls. The song is called The Elm, and the band is called Soul Dusk. So I want to I want to get your thoughts on this one next. This is my number four song of the year, and um, I, I wanted to have the kind of heavier juxtaposed next solid, to the lighter because this one's a little bit more walk, serene. So I'm
3: going to show it with this. One. In our dreams, into the
1: pretty intense, man. Uh, really beautifully done. I, I, is she saying fine or, is she saying "beneath"? where our shadows still bleed? Is she saying by the elms? Like at a tree?
0: Right. Beneath the elm. Find beneath the elm, beneath the elm, excuse me. And this, so a uh, little backstory on this. And everybody should go to Saldusk's Bandcamp page and buy this album. S-U-L-D-U-S-K. But if you haven't heard of it, uh, the album By Trees of Eternity was a really influential album because the lead singer unfortunately and untimely passed away i think it was last year or the year before of cancer and she had a beautiful voice very similar to that adaptation that this that we just heard from soul dusk and on their Bandcamp page she says the elm is an adaptation of sinking ships originally written by Aliyah starbridge and i don't know if i'll pronounce this correctly but juha ravio for their band trees of eternity and she said um um, hold on, let me see if I can pull up the... She says, I wish, I wish, but it's all in vain. Wish we were free again to find the place under the elm where our shadows, they still realm. So, nice. I love that song.
1: Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, I don't know what... She, I'm not sure what she means by it. I wonder. I'm curious what they mean by shadows still bleed? Is that what they say? Um. Maybe it's like some kind of... Even if it's pain, there's still some connection to the physical world. You know, make sure you're still real, you know, and make sure you're, you're not numb. You're not well, as you know, I, think you I are. Hope,
0: to, hope to hear from her in person what she thinks about it, because I think she a great interview and that entire album is awesome. I hope people go out and buy it. Yeah. Are you ready for the next one, my dude? All right. So two for two, pretty good so far.
1: Yeah, Definitely. The next
0: one is called Blood Red Sun by the Baby For Doom. F-O-R-E. guitars, right?
1: Oh, yeah, well, the riff is so, so
0: good.
2: Bow,
1: bow, bow. So many good interludes. Guys, it re- reminds me of the guy from Sonata Arctica. In the Queen the singing? Yeah. The riffage yeah man that part was probably a fair part
4: da, da, da.
1: like it keeps doing new stuff it's so good Wow, man is that that a, was a, that's a great
0: is that a banger or what
1: yeah man i i don't even I, it's like i can't even rem- it's all kind of blurred but it did so many different uh different riffs different like uh tempos you know um the way they double really...
0: the way they double the pace at the end just to pick it up i mean i love that song and that's one of those where you listen to it more and more and you come to appreciate it more because it does have layers of complexity and the the mixture of the clean singing and the and the you know harsh vocals it's like a little yep. a little pethy but uh, you know, I mean, I, I love that song, man.
1: Okay, and the, the band's called For Doom. The song's called uh, What was that?
0: Blood Red Sun.
1: Blood Red Sun For Doom. I guess they're like like a like an like a Lubity type of band. Would you say? Uh, you know, I, folks, folky death.
0: Yeah, I would say it's more like the Opeth Opeth genre earlier, kind of like Orchid era, because they have a okay. lot of that singing, but the clean singing is so radically different from Ackerfeld's clean singing but I think it sounds awesome. It's kind of mm-hmm. like Depeche Mode mixed with Opeth. Yeah, it
1: does, the guy's yeah, the guy's voice is distinct. But it's like... The, uh, it's very like... The album's like,
0: called Chaos and Beauty, and uh, these guys can be found on bands so go to band camp, buy their stuff. I think their whole album is really so- strong, but this opener is just such a fucking banger. I love that song.
1: Sweet, man. That was a very good song. That was probably my favorite one the, so far.
0: Well, it's getting better because that's number three, so here comes number two. This is a band you're familiar with. Their newest album that Avatarium put out. The album is called The Fire I Long For, and this song is called The Fire I Long For, the title track. I love this fucking song. It's not as as grab you by the balls as that one was, but I love this song. I hope you like it too. there's a band going that has a cooler vibe than these guys these guys got the coolest fucking vibe
1: I was just I was gonna say that or something along those lines that every song they do sounds cool it's like a jazz lounge like but it's captivating and heartfelt so you're like oh I gotta hear this Sweet, man. That's a really good song. Uh, pretty intense, pretty emotional.
0: I can't think of a better way. I can't think of a way to describe how I would feel if I was genuinely so cold that I couldn't wait to get to a fire. Like, you know, that would be the exact way. you would. You would lack the energy to excitedly talk about it. You'd be so damn just distraught and fatigued that you couldn't, really express it but it would be such a yearning like it would just be inside you i don't know i just love that song i love the imagery it creates i could see it being a symbol for something other than an actual fire and just something that you long for that longing and yearning it sounds like they're yearning for something
1: oh for sure yeah it's uh It's you believe it you believe the emotions that they're uh conveying
0: and when you listen when you listen to it a couple times through you pick up on the accent work that the guitar sounds make right where they just do just a hint of a little bit of like beautiful something on top where you're like golly i love this song
1: that would get really good in like a like a dura flame commercial yeah
0: <laughs> you're the fire <laughs> yeah perfect all right you ready for the last one yeah man let's do it all right listen it's kind of a long one so everybody out there buckle up and don't cry I don't want to hear any bitching, but it's a serious, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's eight minutes and 34 seconds. It's the song Thunderous from Bork Nagar's album True North. So pretty big name band, probably the biggest name band, except maybe Sabaton on here. And um, I don't know, bro. I just, I get geeked out when I listen to this song. So I hope you feel the same way. Here he goes. All right. How'd you like that blast in your face at the beginning like that?
1: I thought it was really um, had a good, really nice good pace. And uh I didn't know that I was surprised you're clean singing.
0: Out of respect to our listeners' time, the next section until about six minutes is just a repeat of what we heard. What do you thought so far?
1: Oh, really? I, I think it has the best of everything because the screaming is great, blast beatings great. The way he says the Raging Rivers, I think, sounds really cool. It sounds ethereal and because it, it has like an echo because it does it again. I think it sounds good as shit, man. This is a really good song.
0: How intense is it when it says up high and far away? It's so fucking. Crazy. Yeah, man.
1: It's uh, and God, the, the, screams are really legit.
0: Yeah, I've, I've loved Nagar for a long time.
1: I always thought Nagar was like exclusively, a harsh vocal band. I didn't know they even had a lot of, clean singing.
0: Whenever they have ICS Vortex singing, which is the name of the lead singer this on this album, okay. He does both and wow. Both. Fucking way awesome. wait to hear the breakdown at six. X level shit. Four forty right now and the guitars do this awesome beef here. But then it just goes into this small or just crazy
1: this song sounds really like appreciative. Of like nature or something, or like a mountain. I don't know. Right. It's like it's like an ode to something. Yeah, I love that fucking river.
0: Somebody's comment on YouTube is Borknagar is not afraid. <laughs>
1: That's really cool.
0: This is just such a wandering riff.
1: Yeah, I feel like they wrote this about like a mountain range. Man, that riff, that's a, that's one of the best riffs I've heard in a long time.
0: And then the way the bass lays underneath of it.
1: Mid- yeah, this is, this is a, this is a, really is a great song, man.
0: total banger
1: yeah yeah it seemed like it had some progressive elements black uh it was just cool man a lot of uh, it was really well crafted i would say never got old doesn't feel like it's that long
0: no exactly it takes you for a journey and you're happy to be on the journey
1: yeah that was a great one man truly
0: I love those guys for a long time. I, I would love to say that whole album is as good as that song, but I don't think it is. That's a really nice gem on that album. The, the first two or three songs in that CD are pretty good. The rest kind of fizzle, but that one is just, that's an all-time game changer. All right, sweet. Yeah, so, no doubt. Real quick recap, Philium, so anybody listening could go out and, and support these bands. First song was The Future of Warfare by Sabaton from their 2019 release, The Great War. The second song was Soul Dusk. The song was The Elm from her album Lunar Falls. The third song was Blood Red Sun by Fordoomed off the album Chaos and Beauty. The third so- the fourth song was The Fire I Long For by mm-hmm. the album The Fire I Long For from Avatarium and the fifth song, which was my favorite song of the year, Thunderous by the album True North by Borknagar. So, Phil, with that, I say top that, my dude. I don't
1: know if I'll top it, but I will certainly try. Mine are probably a little more accessible uh, because I just gravitate towards stuff, I guess, that I get my hands on quickly. Um, So I gave us a couple of weeks, and I just kind of ran through a list of, you know— Bands I knew about, bands I didn't know about, what other people thought were the best songs. Because obviously you can't listen to every single mellow song that came out in the year. So I did.
0: Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Some people
1: can. So I just went through, a, a, I thought fairly exhausted. I listened exhaustive. to every
0: song that was released this year by in every the world. band. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> right. Um, even That's yeah, why if, my
0: list is decidedly the best list in the world. Objectively speaking. I managed uh, to, to duplicate the number of hours in the world times like six to actually do that.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, you have a superpower. Use to listen to music, <laughs> not to like, like you're be kids. amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, so I ran around and got a, a list of the best ones that I have been able to hear. And I listened to a lot of them, so okay. But all right, I'll start off at number five. I have Amanda Marth, uh, Raven's Flight, and I think the song is good. ish I mean everything that Marth puts out is at least listenable in my opinion just about very good riffage very good pace doesn't relent has probably the coolest instance of uh of someone going in a song ever at like about 150 152 all right you ready for me to play it yeah it was a great solo three minutes in yeah
2: just play that i'm
0: ready to jam this banger okay watching the video right now while we're listening to it. Pretty sick. Yeah. Always count on these guys for some of the just chuggiest riffs ever. I know, man. Just Chugging
1: can't miss. Through. Yeah. Um, I got three minutes in. There's a. I started start having some pretty good solo work there. But um, they're just always. was a tight band.
0: Always. I'm really hoping these guys are going to be on the seventy thousand tons of metal. I got a sneaking suspicion.
1: That would be so fucking legit.
0: drop everything else out except the guitar and the singing. Yeah. Time with this album this year. I liked it a lot. It didn't make my top five, but I, I do respect this album. Good bunch of good songs on it.
1: Yep. Drumming is really good on this
0: too, I think. I really like the drummers. Oh, love it. However, it start the bass kick is so pronounced and the snares got that loud crack. I, whoever started the idea that like barbarians and Viking warlords and all these people who fought to the death, gladiator style, is associated with loud metal music, is my yeah. life hero. Yeah, you don't
1: hear a ton about, like... Well, I guess you hear some. But not as much about, like, I don't know, Genghis Khan.
0: Right. It's just always about barbarian, Nordic, you know, warships. And it's just like, God, this music really is perfect for it, this. Right, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so that's my number five. My number four is... And by the way, the album, the album for that song is called Berserker. Um... I got Lacuna Coil, Layers of Time, from the album Black Anima.
0: Layers of Time, right?
1: Yep, Lacuna Coil, yep. It's got a strong start that ends the same way, a lot of energy. It's slow that it punches right in the face. Four. Number four. Awesome chorus.
0: Yeah, sick, sick bass drop.
1: I was gonna say that bass is so strong in the in the song.
0: might offend some people to hear this but this is i think very obviously hard rock it's like yeah, yeah it's it hard rock. it's just clean yep. singing lady with the growl- grunting guy but nothing wrong with it at all i love it
1: yeah i think it's really cool with like 2s 215 it slows down it's a really neat part of the lady singing
0: It sounds like they're layering the guy singing clean and the woman singing clean at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that was a super cool bridge to get back into the chorus here. Yeah, man.
1: Love that part.
2: Are you good digging call. that one? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You know that's a great song when you want to go back and listen to it again right now.
1: <laughs> yep. And of course, obviously, sticks in your head kind of first, but then that, that little interlude or that break, uh, that break they take when they slow it all down, it gets kind of yeah. eerie. I, I love it's that a, part so much.
0: Good fucking call on that. I've seen those guys once before, ironically enough, on seventy thousand tons of metal, like two or three years back. They were awesome. I had one of their first albums called Comalize or Comalies. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that? Had he- Heaven's a Lie on it. Remember that? Yep. Yep. Set I know.
3: Free
2: heaven's <laughs> I was surprised they were still around. No
1: offense to them. I just, you know, hadn't heard much from them in a while, and I hadn't. And then I was like, oh, they're around. I'm going to check them out. And I was like, this song's
0: legit. Yeah, definitely. Keep oh. calling that. I'm going to check out that whole album. Okay, what do you got for number three, bro?
1: Okay, I got a band called White Chapel. The album's called The Valley, but the song is called When a Demon Defiles a Witch, which is tongue in cheek sounding. But the song is pretty damn good, man. Very good riffage. It's like a deathcore type of band. They mix in a lot of clean singing at the same time. It's I was impressed by this
0: song. This lady blowing her brains out of this song. Yeah, dude, these videos, and, uh, it's
1: pretty intense, man. <laughs> it's a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: into the wrist at this breakdown part. You know. Definitely yeah, a, an intense video.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a secret what they're talking about. What they're singing
0: about like suicide. Right. But uh song wise, pretty cool Oh hold on look at this.
1: Last part of the song is so heavy and fucking legit.
0: You could see the pit storming up to this part.
1: Yep. Yeah, I was impressed by it. I, I do think the band could, I think they get a little ahead of themselves almost sometimes, but I really like the amount of things that they do. It all, it all works. Um, pretty fast-paced, and they're obviously very talented. they have um, got the singing, the way they mix the legit brutal uh, vocals with the singing, I do think they do a really good job of that. Good dual yeah. singing, good clean singing uh, solo parts.
0: I like the lyrics too. I like the way you're saying you can't run, nowhere left to run, nowhere left to go. I mean, how can the world take you from me? Just uh, heavy, kind of introspective. I like that. I like the whole thing.
1: Good man. Okay, so here's this song might even be my favorite, but it, it was a toss up. But I cannot. I know you know this song pretty well, but I've had a boner about the song ever since I heard it. The riff is constantly in my head. I just had to put okay. it on here. It's "Children of Bodom" under grass and clover from the album Hexed.
0: God, that came out this year. I love that album, too. Yeah, this is a great song, bro. Dude, I
1: like that fucking riff, man. It's just so fucking...
0: This is only a three-minute and thirty-second banger just right in face. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. Isn't it? It really is. It's like a victory song. I listen to the gym all the time. But... There's, there's a lot of bad too that it took, took me a while to get. Okay, so like when I first started listening to it, when it goes, and then it drops like a key or whatever, and does the same thing. I always thought they were doing two sets each, but it's actually climbing. I thought it was going like A, B, A, B, and then drops and goes A, B, A, B, but it's like A, B, C, D, drops A, B, C, D, like the way it climbs. ( clams) It's getting higher and higher each time, but you don't realize that, and so I didn't until I listened a couple times. And it has like this glam rock vibe. Yes, totally, totally.
0: Miami Vice for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: it's like just such a cool fucking song, man. I love that song.
0: I've seen these guys on uh, 70K once before also, or two or three, I may have said two of their sets. And I have a theory about these guys. They have a very unique sound that nobody replicates. They do that way they can mirror the keyboard with the guitar. But I didn't realize this until I'd seen them, that the lead singer is also the lead guitarist. So... I think some of their songs have that <clears throat> style of like point counterpoint vocal to guitar because they get mm-hmm. so fucking complicated. He probably can't sing at sure. the same time that he's playing these ridiculously intricate guitar riffs. So it's kind of got like this vocal guitar. And it's like next time you totally. listen to next time you listen to some bodom, you'll hear exactly what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, he probably can't. I mean, who could? I mean, he probably is just doing what he can. Yeah, but it, they make it's it work. Amazing
0: he, it's amazing he can fucking do it at all.
1: Exactly. Um, okay, so this last one, took. Like, I had to listen to this a few times before I got into it, but I really, really love it. And it's Dream Theater. The song is called Angel Untethered. And the song or the album is Distance Over Time. It's either Angel Untethered or Untethered Angel. I keep saying it wrong in my head. Untethered but, um, Angel. Okay, Untethered Angel, excuse me. But Dream Theater, like, I, the albums that I like, I love so much. And then there's so much stuff I don't like that much. But this is, like, back to me loving it. What is it, about it that gets you back? Um, I think it doesn't drag. I feel like they dragged for a while. A lot of their songs, this song does a lot of different stuff. Um, I think it's got some of
0: the energy that I used to love so much from them. 4.7 million views on YouTube so I think it's a pretty popular song. Yeah, I love that.
2: It's
1: a it's got pretty lyrics too. still sounds great
0: without a doubt dude he's killing have you seen the video for this
1: uh, no no i just been listening to it just a picture of the album song
0: bro you gotta look at the video it's, it's the guys recording in the studio it looks like they're doing it in like a log cabin or some shit and the guitar, the drums have like a fucking rack set of toms on top oh my
1: god dude. When they break it down and go off, do a bunch of solos, it gets so fucking
0: cool. Yeah, later on, these guys are. I can promise you, I'm gonna have untethered. It's gonna be stuck Dude, by him all week. Yep. podcast and I keep talking about the video (laughs) But, (laughs) but you gotta see how fast the keyboardist fingers are moving on the keyboards in that part
1: okay I'll check it out
0: It makes me think that if I dedicated my life to it, I still couldn't do it.
1: Uh, absolutely. If I worked, you know, as hard as I possibly could for 10 years, I would still suck. Compared to the, yeah. <laughs> these,
0: guys. these guys are amazing.
1: catch how the main riff had like an extra uh, the second go around like after they they came back to it it had like an extra pop. Yes, it's like yes. They, it like
0: they built keep adding on stuff. itself.
1: Right. I love how they do that
2: man. Does
1: it wind down from here? Uh, if I remember correctly I believe it does.
0: Dude, great jam, great jam. I didn't even realize they had one out in 2019. I'm ridiculously behind. I got to check that album out. Is are there as other songs on there as epic? Is that one, or is that like the winner?
1: I don't think. I think I haven't listened to that much of the album as a whole. Only like one other song, so I don't. I can I don't know much about it, man. I just
0: uh, definitely kind of grab
1: to- that one. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think people were jocking it pretty hard overall as an album. It's got like crazy acclaim, so um. Probably should check it out.
0: I'm definitely going to be doing that, my dude. Well,
1: but that was I, my list.
0: I think your list is pretty solid. I'm glad that you got me to, I mean, I'm definitely going to listen to Lacuna Coil's album and uh, Dream Theater's, and then I'll probably go back to uh, Amon Marth. The only one I didn't dig too, too much was The White Chapel, and I liked it, but I didn't, I'm not like, you know, tits over boners about it, but <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the uh, other ones, outstanding, You're the Man. I'm glad we did yeah. this. What are your no thoughts? Wrapping it up for the year 2019 in the bag. What do you think? Yep. I mean, uh, you know, I, I got to say, it's pretty cool. I had a lot of fun. We've had well over 1,000 downloads total for the year. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep building from here.
1: Yeah, so far so good, man. I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I love doing it. Let's listen to some amazing songs and albums stuff. So- would not have really been exposed to otherwise. So really grateful. And, you know, I think other people will check it out and they'll be glad that, uh, you know, they're listening to some of the stuff that we're exposing them to.
0: Definitely. So. so yeah, all the bands that we mentioned today, all their songs, go out and support them, download their shit on YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, like them, go to Bandcamp. post on their Facebook page, follow them on Twitter. I mean, whatever you can do to show your support, to build the numbers for all these bands, it helps them go to the but most importantly go to the shows live cuz it's just you get next level love for these guys when you see them live. Yep. Phil, mm. God bless you brother. Thanks for doing this with me this year. Happy uh New Year. And I thank you. Same year. Until 2020, this is the great heavy music podcast Alex and Phil over and out.
1: Peace.